and we back in this thing like we left something. Welcome back, y'all, to season two of I Got a Story to Tell. Thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all for returning, man. Thank y'all for riding out with me through season one. I am so happy to be back, y'all. I'm happy y'all are back. Thank you for the love and support that people, you know, you all have been reaching out and giving me saying, can't wait to season two starts and all that. I appreciate y'all, man. I am ready for season two. More laughs, more good times, more funny ass shit. More funny ass stories, man. So, I'm glad y'all back. It's been six weeks. That was a quick ass six weeks too, man. Woo, man, it went quick. A month and a half went quick. So, I don't know what y'all did while I was gone them six weeks. I know what I did. Working on different stuff with the podcast, doing a bunch of other stuff. Uh, and in my downtime, listening to my two favorite podcasts outside of this one. The good guys over at You Can't Make This Up. Shout out those guys over there. Y'all keep doing what y'all doing. Uh, and the brothers over at Church After Hours. Great content. Great, great, great podcast. Y'all get a chance, check them two, them two monsters out. Other than that, man, I'm trying to cut back on drinking coffee. I'm a serious coffee drinker. Most of the times when I'm doing the pod, y'all might catch a little, like y'all can hear probably real quick, me taking a drink. Usually it's coffee or water, but more times than not, it's coffee. So I'm, I'm cutting back. Um, now I'm trying to drink tea. Shout out real quick, the wonderful people over at Internal Gardens Tea. They got me right. Y'all hear the voice. Oh, y'all hear the voice. It sound luscious. I Man, listen, y'all hear it. The wonderful people at Internal Gardens Tea got my voice right. Not only do it help out your throat, they got a bunch of other stuff. Bunch of other relaxing teas and things of that nature. If y'all get a chance, cop some tea from them. Go to theinternalgardens.com. They'll get you right. Trust me on that. They got my voice over here sounding luxurious, nigga. Sounding like lust, luster silk. Wasn't luster silk the shit they sprayed on your jerry curl back in the day? But anyway, check them out if y'all get a chance. Um, Also, thank you, thank you, thank you to musical producer Chris Surratt for blessing me with the new intro song to the podcast. I know y'all waiting for me to spit some bars on that beat. Oh, it's coming. Trust me is coming i'm telling you so don't be surprised like down the road middle of the season the theme song come on y'all hear me out there spitting some heat because i'm low-key a mixture of hove um biggie pop wayne all of that with a little bit of uh silk the shocker but anyway thank you to my brother chris surratt wonderful music producer I'm glad, I'm thankful that you were able to take some time out of your busy schedule to bless me with the intro. Thank you, brother. Also, before we get going, y'all know how I do. Before we get going, I always give someone their flowers. If y'all noticed last season, every episode, I showed some love to one of my brothers, to a male who was instrumental in my life, who played a pivotal role in my life. And I had a bunch of people like, kind of like, huh, like, we thought we'd hear this. We thought we'd hear this. Thought you would thank that person. If you didn't catch it, every episode was about a male, a brother in my life that had played a, a big part. This season, it's about women who've played a big part in my life. So, with that being said, 
I want to give flowers to my mother. Barbara Wilson, I love you. You're no longer here in the physical form, but we talk all the time. All righty, y'all. Y'all know what time it is. With that being said, I got a story to tell. Let's go. takes place in the year of our Lord 2001 that's a two two zeros and a one if y'all listen to last season there was a story entitled she got fairy dust in there and in that story I talked about working at a call center well this story today takes place at that very same call center so let me explain this is late May of 2001 and school is over with and in about three months that August I'll be moving to Tampa Florida so I got about three months working at the call center this call center in the summer me and you know a few other college students would work there but other than that it was like more mature adults you know that was their job they took it serious you know wasn't no bullshit so the way this call center was set up was you had four long rows. Each row had about 40 cubicles in a row. My cubicle was the very first one in the first row. I was always early to work. And so the first two people at work on my row would be myself and this older lady that was like real into church name is Dorothy. So every morning, same routine. I would be the first one there. I'm sitting there drinking my coffee. Miss Dorothy would come in. She would have hella bags with her, right? And she would have like the little, y'all know like the, the Bible case. It's like a, it's almost like a lunchbox. It got a handle on the side, got the, the three sides of zip, like zip, zip, zip. She would always carry her Bible in her case. Um, she would always have a bag with like a bunch of papers and receipts and shit. And she would always have a bag with a bunch of Tupperware and Rubbermaid dishes that she would keep her food in that she cooked at home. Every morning she would walk in, she would say the same thing. Good morning, Michael. I say the same thing. Good morning, Miss Dorothy. How are you? Blessed and highly favored. And she would go down to her cubicle, put down her bags, start popping open them, them Tupperware dishes. And she would always call down to the end of the hour. Where I wouldn't say, Michael, I say, yes, ma'am. She say, I got some breakfast down here if you want some. And I'll be like, nah, I got my coffee. I'm good. She'd be like, okay, you just let me know if you want some. Say, yes, ma'am. At lunch, same thing. If I wasn't like up already leaving to go to lunch and she walked past me going to the microwave to heat up her food and to go to the pop machine and get her a Verner's ginger ale. If y'all know what Verner's is, y'all hear me, right? So she would walk by every day. So one day she walks by, she says, Michael, um, you going to lunch? I got some extra if you want some. I said, no ma'am, Miss Dorothy. I'm going to Long John Silver. Y'all, I used to fuck Long John Silver up. Hey, real quick, is it Long John Silver or Silvers with an S? 
you know, niggas, we'll put an S on something, right? Like we do Kroger's. So anyway, I tell her, nah, I'm gonna go across the street to Long John Silver. She said, okay, well, you let me know if you want some of this food. I said, yes, ma'am. Next morning, same routine. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Miss Dorothy. How you doing? Blessed and highly favored. Now, Miss Dorothy got super into church. Now, let me, let me, first of all, let me stop for a minute. Let me explain how Miss Dorothy looked. Miss Dorothy was late 50s, early 60s, right? Brown skinned woman, always wore like church clothes, like church dresses, big Floyd church dresses, and all that. Her hairstyle was women, y'all know the, the, the pink curler, like roller things you put in your hair. You know what I'm saying? You take them out and you got like a curly afro. Like she rocked the curly bop, right? Like she had like a, a curly helmet on, right? Um, She had a son that was like a couple years older than me. He was locked up. That nigga was going to be in the penitentiary until the sun burned out, right? And she had a daughter that had a few kids. Her daughter was a little younger than me, like two years younger than me. And she always just talk about her grandbaby. My grandbaby's coming over this weekend. I'm taking my grandbabies to church. That was her thing, right? So she got real into church when her son got locked up. So she would always invite people at the job to come to her church. So that's Miss Dorothy. So like I said, one day she, that next day she comes in, same routine. Ask me if I want something to eat. Nah, I'm good. Now, also at that call center, I had a frat brother. And... He went to school down in Tuskegee. Me and him was super cool. We'd hang out from time to time. So this day he comes in, he say, nigga. I'm like, what's up? He like, hey, what you got going on tonight? I'm like, shit, nothing. He like, you trying to step out? I'm like, yeah, we step out. So we go out that night and we kick it hard. Oh, we kick it hard. Hard to the point, by the time I get home, I got to be to work in like two hours. I ain't had no sleep. I'm still drunk, but my thing is, if I can go out and kick it at night, I got to be able to take my ass to work in the morning. So I go to work. I'm hungover. I'm sleepy. I'm hungry. I'm irritated. All that shit. Miss Dorothy coming to work. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. Oh, I got a whole attitude for no reason. I'm mad at this good Christian woman because I done took my black ass out that night and got faded, right? So... She said, you all right? I said, yes, ma'am. I say, how you? Blessed and highly favored. I say, that's good. She goes down to her cubicle. She then calls up. Hey, Michael, I got some food down here if you want some. Now, I'm hungry today. So she, I'm going to take her up on it. I'm like, yes, ma'am, I do. She's like, well, come on down here. So I walk down there to the end of the aisle, go to her cubicle. Oh, she got all the breakfast. She busts open this Rubbermaid little bowl. She got some cheese grits in there. And they got hella pepper on them. I'm like, ooh. So I start bashing them. She trying to give me all type of sausages, pan sausages, snozzages, all that shit. I'm like, you know, I don't eat that. You know, I'm Muslim, right? So she's like, oh, okay, that's right, that's right. So I don't eat it. So I get done eating the grits. I tell her, thank you. You know, I'm real appreciative. I was like, I owe you one. She was like, you sure do. And I'm going to collect. I said, yes, ma'am. So, later on that afternoon, my frat brother comes over because he works, his aisle is like two, two aisles down from mine. So, anytime he's not on the phone, he's up over there talking to me. So, he get up, come over there. Hey, Nuke. I'm like, what's up? Hey, what you got going on this weekend? I'm like, nothing really. So, he tells me, 
hey, I know these two chicks, they having a function at the crib. They have apartment, they have an apartment in Mount Airy. Let's go through. I'm like, all right, bet. So later on, right before we leave work, Miss Dorothy stops by my cubicle. Michael, I say, yes, ma'am. She says, you told me you owe me one. I said, yes, ma'am, why, what's up? She was like, I'm gonna collect. I said, okay, what's up? She was like, me and a couple of my church members are having a barbecue in Mount Airy Forest tomorrow, which would have been Saturday. I'm like, yes, ma'am. I said, what time is it? So she tells me the time. She was like, you, you, you need to stop by. Come get you a plate. I know you in college. I know you like fast food and all that, but you need some real food. I said, yes, ma'am. I'll let you know if I'm going to stop by. I said, well, give me your number so I can call, you know, get directions where y'all going to be at. She was like, okay. So I tell my friend, brother, I say, hey, man. He's like, what's up? I say, nigga. Before we go to that function, though, at them two chicks' cribs, we need to stop by Mount Airy Forest. Miss Dorothy and some of her church people having a barbecue. He like, what? I'm like, yeah, nigga, we got at least go by and get a plate. He like, all right, bet. So that day comes, the next day, Saturday. Me and my frat brother, we on our way to the church, you know, function that Miss uh, Dorothy invited us to. I say, hey, when we get over here, don't be on no wild shit. Be on your best behavior, please, man. And I had to give him this pep talk because he a wild dude. Niggas say anything. He like, man, I was raised by my grandma. I went to church growing up. I'm like, nigga, that don't mean shit. Just be on your best behavior. He like, I got you. I got you. Cool. So we pull up to the church function, right? We part. We get out. We're walking over to where all the, the people at, where the cooking and the, you know, the shindigging is going on. Oh, but this ain't no church function. No. It's church people. It's people that go to church at this thing. But this ain't no church function, right? Nick, now, let me explain. The average age, the age range is like, I'm gonna say low 50s to like 65. Oh, they grown years old in there. These niggas is grown years old. They ain't playing no, ain't no John P. Key playing, no, no Mississippi Mass Choir. Uh, no Canton Spirituals, no Mahalia Jackson. It ain't nothing. Ain't even no uh, Kirk Franklin. It ain't none of that playing. Oh, they playing everything over there. They grooving. Oh, they got the Gap Band playing. They got all that. The latest and greatest in Luther. I said, oh, the church people is over here turning up, right? So we walking over there. We see Miss Dorothy. Miss Dorothy said, hey, boy, she walked towards us. Now, Miss Dorothy comes over to us. Miss Dorothy ain't got on no church clothes. Miss Dorothy got on, I think it's called a jumpsuit. I think, lady, somebody gonna have to tell me if I'm right or wrong, but it's where the pants and the top connected, right? It's like a one-piece pants shirt outfit. She got on a jumpsuit with a big-ass WWF tag team championship belt around the waist part the buckle super huge that shit huge and the sides of the belt you know the elastic belt part is made out of like toucan feathers it's like some bright tropical feathers around it. man she hug us both y'all come over here and get a plate and turn around and start walking us over there oh miss dorothy got yams y'all miss dorothy been smuggling ass this whole time she got some yams in the oven 
These ain't sweet potatoes. These is yam she holding, right? Man, I look that ass holding. Now, she been camouflaging all this Donkatron with, you know, okay. Now, back in the day, y'all know women used to wear like, when they wear like a dress, they would have on like a girdle, like the, the girdle shit. Um, what's them shits called? Like a slip. They had a whole bunch of shit to camouflage all that ass, right? You can't do all that in that jumpsuit. Oh, nigga, you can't hide all that. So I look at my frat brother. I'm like, damn. That nigga say, right. So we get over there. She start introducing us to everybody. These the young college boys I've been telling y'all about that work with me. Um, you know, they good kid, all this shit, right? Now, Miss uh Miss Dorothy got an open face gold on the left hand side. Like on the side tooth. It ain't like, you know what I'm saying? It ain't like one of the up front joints. It's it's the side where she got the little open face. And every now and again, the sun catching that open face. It's like bling. You know what I'm saying? So she telling us. You know, talking about us to everybody. They some good boys, yada, yada, yada. I invited them out, all this shit, right? So then, niggas over at the table, they playing bid whist, right? Oh, these niggas loud. Ain't no church conversation going on, right? So, one of the church dudes that's at the table, he get up from the table, he come over and introduce himself to us. He like, hey, y'all boys want a drink? Now, Miss Dorothy interrupts that shit immediately. No, these boys go to college. They got their mind on right. I'm thinking to myself, Slim, I stays faded, right? So I don't know if old boy is, I don't know if he the preacher, a deacon, the nigga that give you change when you don't want to put the whole $20 bill in the plate. Y'all know a nigga have a twomp. He don't want to put the whole twomp. He'll give you a mean $6 out that twomp and keep that 14 right? So I don't know if he the change man. I don't know what he is, but I know he drank and drank. So he ended up pulling my boy off with him. Fix him a little Windsor Canadian and ginger ale, right? We having a good time at the church function, right? Finally, it's time to go. My frat brother say, hey, you ready to make that move? I'm like, yeah. So I tell her, I say, Miss Dorothy, we about to take off. She said, all right. She said, let us fix y'all a plate. Man, these people pile food on this plate like we going off to war. I said, damn, like you can't even close the styrofoam top on the shits, right? So she walked us back down to the car. She hugged my boy. She said, you behave yourself. I know you be out here wild. He was like, nah, Miss Dudley, I be good. She was like, uh-huh. So she tell me, like, watch out for him. Make sure he don't get in no trouble. I said, yes, ma'am. She go to hug me. Y'all, this what shit change. Oh, we finna get into this shit, y'all. Y'all know... Y'all know a church hug when you see one, right? Church hug is arms diagonal over the back and they meet in the middle of the back. One arm go low, one go, you know, like a seatbelt almost. Your pelvis area push back because you don't want to bump up against nothing. You don't want to be grinding on nobody. That's push back. You give a few pats on the back. Pop, pop, pop. That's it. That's a church hug, right? Oh, nigga. I'm finna go in for the church hug. No, Miss Dorothy went up top on me. Oh, she went to the penthouse. Y'all know back in the day, you at a basement party. You know what I'm saying? Lakeith Key Sweat playing or something. And the girl got her arms behind your neck. Both of them. Oh, Miss Dorothy went for that type of hug. She went up high, y'all. 
So my instinct instantly was shit, go load in. Now, fellas, I need to talk to the fellas for a minute because y'all going to understand me. Y'all going to understand me. Y'all know when you hug down low, right? Her hands up high, yours down low. And your forearm resting at the bottom of the back, but right where the ass start to tunch out a little bit. That little valley right there. Your arm resting, so you know what that ass like, right? Oh, I go to hugging that ass right there. I said, oh, I was going to keep my pelvic area pushed out. Oh, no, she pulled it in. Miss Dorothy put that wolf pussy on me, y'all. She pushed up against me. I said, oh, she didn't low-key molested me. I said, oh, and she close to my ear. I said, oh, man, Miss Dorothy out here shooting her shot. She out here shooting, y'all. She out here like Wardell Stephen Curry. I'm talking about Steph, but I call him his full name. Wardell Stephen Curry. She out here shooting. Once she back up, she give me like a little side smirk. She give me the natty smirk, right? With a little side, little gold tooth, little open face showing. The sun just happened to catch that hole. Bing! I said, oh, and she looking me in my eye. What she doing is she communicating without saying nothing. She put them eyes on my eyes, letting me know, like, hey, little young boy, you can get some of this wolf, right? I'm like, oh, damn. Okay, okay, I see, I see where this going, right? Get in the car. My frat brother, like, hey, nigga. I'm like, what's up? He was like, did she? I said, you seen that? He was like, hey, old school wants you to smash. I'm like, I don't know about that. Now, let me pause the story real quick. I have always had this desire to smash an older woman, right? That stems from when I was 11 years old, seeing the porn classic. Again, this is just my opinion. I'm not here to argue with you. You watch whatever porn you want to watch. I'm saying what's a classic to me. My favorite porn movie of all time, Deep Inside Vanessa Del Rio. It's a classic to me. Argue with whoever you want to argue with. I'm not arguing. Vanessa Del Rio is the GOAT to me. I know you might like Jada Fire. You might like Alexis Texas. You might like uh, a myriad of uh, Heather Hunter. Any of these people. I get it. I get it. Vanessa Del Rio does it for me. So ever since I saw that, I've always had in my mind, okay. I want to smash an older woman. Now again, I saw this at 11. I'm like, I want to smash an older woman who got it still you know what i'm saying like still put together got it you know what i'm saying like a like a like a, a claire huxtable type right so i'm like hmm would this i'm thinking to myself would this satisfy my desire of smashing an older woman right so it's on my brain that hug and that that bling on the open face got me thinking so we go to the shindig later on at um the young lady's crib cool go home so next week at work she come in oh it ain't no blessed and highly favored now she come in good morning michael hey good morning miss dorothy she stopped me right there mm -mm. Mm -mm. just call me dorothy you can take the miss off of it i said oh i said oh, oh okay yes ma'am she's like mm -mm. quit with that yes ma'am i'm not your mama i'm like oh shit i'm like oh, okay Nigga, she rubs her hand across my back as she walking by. 
I say, oh, now, Miss Dorothy every day would wear red door perfume. But when she was feeling herself a little bit, I always knew this, right? She would throw on Liz Claiborne perfume. Y'all remember old school Liz Claiborne came in a colorful triangle, had the like the glass triangle in the middle so you can see how much juice you got, right? So she came in that day with the Liz Claiborne bumping, right? I said, oh, she done switched it up, right? She trying to pull me in. She throwing her line out there to see what she can catch. So later on that day, she said, uh, Michael, I said, uh-huh. She said, um, me and a couple friends are having like a get together at my house this weekend. You should come by. All right, cool. I, I stopped by. I agreed to it because in my mind, I'm still contemplating. Do I want to smash old school, right? So that day comes. I go to her crib. I get to her crib. Her crib is the cleanest crib I've ever seen in my life. Still to this day. You walk in. It's. The smell is a mixture of incense that you would get from the local Hebrew Israelite brothers, right? And the carpet cocaine powder. Y'all know how niggas like throw the, the carpet cocaine dust down in the in the in the carpet and vacuum it up. So it was a mixture of that. Uh the, the, the frankincense incense, the cocaine powder, and food she had been cooking. So she had a bunch of like pictures and shit on the wall of her grandkids. Uh, her son, he, you know, he had sent her a few shits from uh, a few joints from, from the joint, a few pictures from the joint. Um, her daughter, her husband who had passed on, he had went on the glory. He had punched this ticket uh, to the upper room a while ago, right? And she had a bunch of pictures of her, like when she went to Glamour Shot, she had like a cowboy hat on and like a feather boa, you know what I'm saying, posing with a little rings and shit showing, right? So I get there, people there. Um, cats at the table, they playing tongue, talking shit loud. She making eye contact with me every now and again. She ain't saying shit, just looking at me, right? So, her best friend come to the crib. She lets her in. She introduces her best friend to me. And she walks away. The best friend say, mm, so you Michael, huh? I'm like, uh, yeah. She like, oh, okay. And she walks away. I know then, Miss Dorothy been talking about me. She been telling her friend she want to put some of that wolf pussy on me, right? So I'm like, okay. I get ready to leave later on. She like, let me walk you outside. I'm like, all right. She walks me to the car. She gives me that same hug again, right? Oh, nigga. But you know, the average hug only lasts an inhale, exhale. Boom, that's it, right? I do the inhale, exhale. It's the same, you know what I'm saying? Basement slow dance move. She up high. I'm down low. I hit the inhale, exhale. I'm about to back out of the hug. Oh, no. She put the strength on me like, mm-mm, bring it in here. Oh, nigga. She got that thing on me. I said, oh. She trying to show me something. I said, oh, man, okay, this is really what it is. So when she back up, she look at me again deep, deep in the eyes. I'm like, okay, okay. She was like, you need to come back down here when everybody leave. I'm like, oh, really? She was like, mm-hmm, we need some one-on-one -on -one time. Oh, Miss Dorothy assertive. She straight to it, nigga. So I'm like, all right, I'll hit you up. I'll let you know. Okay, you do that. Whole ride home, I'm like, damn. Okay, do I want to smash old school? 
do I want to smash the church lady, right? So later on that evening, it's probably about 9.30, no later than 10 o'clock. I'm chilling at the crib. I ain't got much going on. But in my mind, I'm thinking, I need some coochie. Oh, I need some action, right? I need some act right juice. I'm throwing a few lines out there. Ain't nobody taking. So I'm like, damn, man. I'm over here dick throbbing, nigga. I need coochie. So I say, you know what? Fuck it, Mike. Let's go for it. So I hit her up. I'm like, hey, what you up to? Nothing waiting on you to call me. I'm like, oh, okay. She was like, how long before you get here? Oh, she ain't asking if I'm coming. She telling me. I said to myself, oh, this must be some old school shit. They tell you what they want. They ain't playing no games, right? So I'm like, I'll be down there in a little bit. Get up, hop in the shower, throw on some sweats, throw on a hoodie, throw on some slides. Like I told y'all, my favorite slide, best shoe in the world, Adidas Adelette. I ain't here to argue, that's just my favorite. So I throw them shits on. I go down to the crib, right? When I get there, it's probably, probably about midnight. So I get there, she comes to the door. It's pitch black in the crib. I walk in, I mean, it's pitch black. You can't see shit. She grabs my hand, walking me to the bedroom. Oh, nigga, she prepping me, y'all. I ain't never been in this position where a woman and, like took the lead and prepped me. So I'm like, damn, I don't know how this operate. You know what I'm saying? So we walking through the crib. The only light on is the light above the stove. You know, niggas, we treat that like a nightlight. So we walk past the kitchen. We get to her bedroom. Now, we get to the bedroom. She has on like a little light on the nightstand, like a little tiny little lamp. So now I can see. Man, y'all. Miss Dorothy got on some bullshit. Now, let me explain. I'm not a I'm not big on like lingerie and, and what's some shit? Teddies and all that shit. Right. That's not my shit. You don't have to gift wrap a gift, you know, to give me. I don't need you to dress up the pussy to give it to me. If you buy me a gift, go in the store, buy it, bring it straight to the crib, hand it to me. You ain't got to doll it up with no wrapping paper, none of that shit. So I'm not big on uh, negligees and all that shit, right? So let me explain what she got on. She got on a three-piece chocolate brown, silky uh, ensemble. The top part is like damn near like a... a a cape cloak thing y'all remember the shit Darkwing duck used to wear you tied around the neck and the shit flow off the back she got a chocolate brown silky satin Darkwing duck cloak with some sleeves on it the sleeves ain't even long sleeve right they like softball shirt sleeves where it come down mid forearm and at the end them shits like blousey and ruffly like a quinceanera dress right so she got that on and the shit only tied the neck. Ain't nothing to do it. So she in that bitch dressed like, you know what I'm saying? A Hispanic cholo, right? She in there dressed like a cholo, a Hispanic gangster and shit with just the top part done, right? Underneath is the chocolate brown uh, wife beater. It got the little straps on it, right? But then the part that had me like, man, this is some, some real live bullshit was the panty part. Now, let me explain. Again, you ain't got to dress up and wrap up no pussy for me. Get to me how, you know what I'm saying, how you walk around with it every day when you get out the shot. Get to me like that, right? She got on these brown satin panty joints, right? And again, 
Oh, she got cakes in them though. Don't get me, don't get me wrong. But it's they full covers though. They got a bloomer look to them, right? So if nothing else, just give me the panties with the front coochie part and maybe half of your ass cheek out the side. That's cool. If even if you know if it ain't a thong or something, right? Nah, these joints had the full coverage. And they had the doors on the side. You know what I'm saying? If you gonna have on some panties, put the ones with the doors blew off. You know what I'm saying? How you blow the doors off and you just got the coochie part, the ass part, and they connected by a string on the side. She ain't had a string. She had some more material on the sides. I'm like, man, this some bullshit, man. So, in the room, loud as hell, she had Freddie Jackson playing, right? Love is just a touch away, away. Y'all know that song. Just a touch. That shit, right? I'm thinking to myself, damn, I'm finna have to, like, smash the Freddie Jackson, though? Like, I need... Let me, let me let y'all in on something, right? If I'm going to be... This is the way I was wired back then when I was a youngin', right? When I was a young young Thundercat. If I'm going to be smashing, right? And we just fucking. There's no feelings. There's no relationship. I need the music to be as... Whorish, as... Nasty, as... Non-lovey-dovey as possible, Right? Like, I need this situation to stay what it is. So if we just fucking, right? There's no feelings. There's no nothing there. I need this situation, to, the, the music and all that, to resemble that. Because I feel like if I throw on, you know, boys to men on bended knee, you're going to think I like you and shit. And really, I'm just there for the cheeks, right? So anyway, she got on Freddie Jackson. I'm like, oh, shit. I can't be in here to, to, to Freddie. So... I sit down on the bed, right? I'm just sitting there, feet off the side of the bed, just sitting there regular. Oh, nigga, she putting her old school moves on. She trying to kiss me on the neck and all that. And like I told y'all in the previous episode, actually the same episode, she got fairy dust in there. I, I, ain't, I ain't doing a whole bunch of kissing and things that resemble like I like you, emotional, you know, that type shit, right? So that's where my, my mind was back then. I was a young boy. Don't, don't, don't hold against me. So she trying to hit me with her best moves, right? I'm like, oh, this shit ain't working. So, next thing I know, she blowing and shit and licking in my ear and all that shit. And I'm like, what type of throwback fucking is this? So, finally, I know my dick's not going to work, right? I'm not getting turned up for this, right? So, she like, what's, what's going on? What's wrong? I got to keep it a buck with her. I'm like, you know, I'm just not working you know she like huh i'm like my dick not working she miss dorothy say oh i can fix that i'm like huh she next thing i know i was eating some treat cheese grits in the morning about to go to church <laughs>